Welcome to the Couples Healing Podcast, where you'll get the tools for him to overcome his addiction, for her to find healing from the pain that it causes her, and for you to heal your relationship and come back together. I hope that you enjoy and subscribe. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm looking forward to speaking with you because I have a thought that I wanted to share with you that I've heard two times now from two separate women. And it's it was just such a profound thought that when I heard it again yesterday, I thought I need to share an episode about this because their response to their current situation opened up a door for them to be able to heal in a way that some of the people won't be able to achieve because of the way that they view a situation. So to make a little more sense of what I'm trying to say, I want to share with you the the couple of examples where this thought came from. So I heard this for the first time a few months ago when I was working with a woman, a couple, and the husband had an affair before they got married. And he did not tell her about that. So they got married. Uh, she found out about his addiction to pornography. They worked through that. They were doing. They were on an excellent track. And then there was another discovery, right? as, as sometimes there is. Like a, we call it a staggered disclosure. Staggered, where it's not like, okay, I'm going to tell you everything here in one sitting. It's I'll tell you a little bit, and then I'll say that that's everything, and then something else comes out, and then they just reveal a little bit more. And that happens over and over and over again. So this was one of those instances where they were in a good place. Then another bit of information came out and it was very, very painful for her. And so her whole thing was, it just, it reset the trust. And she was of the mindset. I've heard this multiple times before where the the wife can say, she'll say, if there are slips, then, okay, we can work through that if he's willing to put in the effort and the energy and do what he needs to do to resolve them. We can work with that, but I cannot work with dishonesty. And I think that's such a, an important aspect, I think, for the husbands to hear, for the men to hear, that the dishonesty is the thing that causes even more damage than oftentimes the action. And that's true for the vast majority of people that I've worked with, where it's the dishonesty that causes the the, the complete lack of safety in the relationship, it, it, it causes the lack of trust. It breaks, it breaks everything down to the point where things get stagnant. And so when he revealed this last piece here, it was, of course, devastating for her. And it was going to take her some time to be able to, to heal from this. And the thing that she said, though, was, was what I wanted to pass along to you. she said that after having some time to think about it and process it and talk to him about everything, she said that she had to either figure out a way to accept it or not. And there wasn't like this in between. And uh, there's a couple of caveats, I guess. Let me finish this story and then I'll share with you. There's a couple of nuances. Sometimes, I guess, in transparency, it's a little tricky sometimes to do a podcast episode because there's so many different variations of many different situations. So what I say to one might not fit for the other. So I try to take that into account as I'm sharing bits of information or tools. Uh, Like this will work in this scenario, but if it doesn't, this is what you need to approach it with. So I try to kind of cover my bases, but I know that sometimes people's situations are so different. I can't speak to everybody through through the podcast. As I'm working with people one-on-one, of course, I can tailor the information to them. So let me share with you what she said, and then we can talk about some ways to navigate that depending on where you are in your relationship. So she says, I need to either figure out how to accept this and forgive that or not. There is no middle ground. And she said that she had to accept because he explained why. He said, I couldn't tell you this before. I, I, 
and couldn't is maybe not the right word in that, but he's like, it was so hard for me to open up and share with you this last piece because I was scared that if you knew about this, you wouldn't want to be with me. And I was scared that it was going to devastate you. And I was afraid that I would lose the relationship. So I was so afraid that I kept this to myself. Now, is that right? No, of course not. So dishonesty is, is never right. That doesn't ever help a relationship. And transparency is so important. But his rationale was, the reason why I did this was, I just, I don't want to risk losing the most important person in my life. So I understand that idea, but of course that doesn't work. And so he explained all of that. He said that by me sharing my baggage, it would have wrecked my image. I was just, I was so afraid of losing you. So of course, when you hear that, it's not, he was telling that to her as an explanation, not a justification. And I think it's critical that we're clear about the explanation as to why things happen, because that can help clarify where somebody is mentally or emotionally at the time that something happens to understand it differently. So if she were to, if he didn't explain it and he just came out and said, hey, by the way, this other thing happened, she's going to take that information and say to herself, I'm not important to you. You withheld this from me because I'm not, uh, because I don't matter. And now I can't trust you because I don't feel cared for by you at all. Now, it was key that he explained why he did what he did, not to justify it, but to help her see the reality of where he was in the moment. So instead of, instead of her walking away from that conversation saying, I don't matter to my husband, he wanted to make it very clear that she, in fact, mattered tremendously to him, which was what caused him the fear of losing her. Now, again, just to just to reemphasize this, that doesn't make it right. But him explaining that helped her see, okay, that's the way that he was his mind was working. So when she that's all just a little bit of background. So then when she said, I need to either accept that this is how his mind was working at the time, that this is how his brain was processing things. And that's why he made these decisions. And he's making all of these efforts to fix things fix things. And she said, I either have to accept that and allow him to continue to grow and be better. And can I can't keep holding grudges about everything he did wrong in the past. So when she said that, I thought that was such a profound statement. I need to either accept this. And if I want to stay in the relationship, I need to accept the fact that this is what's happened. I need to accept that this is how his brain was processing things. This is what led to his decision making. That was how he thought through the scenario. And no, it's unacceptable that those decisions were made. In other words, we don't want to, there's no license or like, okay, you're off the hook. And yeah, that's okay. I understand where you're coming from. So yeah, this doesn't bother me anymore. It's not about that. Like those choices weren't acceptable. And she needed, she said, I need to then just decide to accept though, that this is what's happened. And as a result of that point of view of saying, I, if I'm going to stay, I need to allow him to keep getting better. That point of view opens up the door for growth and the possibility of healing for both of them. I've worked with other people where there's been so much damage and the, the mindset was very different. She had a different mindset around, it was almost like this, Occasionally, I'll work with somebody where the the wife has this so much resentment 
and so much hurt that so much of what she does in the relationship is for it's 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 an attempt to punish her husband for what he's done. I totally understand where she's coming from because of how devastating finding out about an addiction or an affair or betrayal can be for a wife. And so sometimes people will get stuck in this cycle for literally years of their lives where he discloses whatever happened in the history, in his past, in the relationship. She then is so devastated by this, carries so much resentment that her decisions, her actions punish him. Now, in that kind of a mindset, there is no growth and healing because resentment and punishment doesn't help anybody get closer together. It doesn't help her take the relationship out of it for a moment. Resentment and punishment doesn't actually help her feel feel any better. It doesn't help her heal. And so in those cases, it's so helpful for people to make a decision as to, okay, what direction do you want to go? Do you want to stay in the relationship and move forward and towards healing or not? And I think that decision, there's lots of conversations that happen before that decision is made. Because sometimes the husband is not willing to do any work and the wife will ask and beg and plead and hope that he'll change, but years will go by and he still says, no, this isn't a problem. No, I'm not going to change. No, this isn't, this isn't an issue for me. And so she's then faced with the choice of how do I want to move forward? Other times the husband is trying, he's desperately trying to overcome the problem and no, while he's not perfect, he's trying to do what he can to repair the damage, to get himself into a better place. And sometimes it takes time for the wife to heal. So I think this is again where I wanted to share this thought with you because I thought I think it was just so important. But I get that there are very there are so many nuances to each situation. So again, I just want to kind of talk in broad principles with a couple of common scenarios that can help you make a decision as to how how you guys can apply this. There's a couple more scenarios that I want to talk through. Before I do that, I want to share with you just this final experience. This is what made me want to do this episode for for everybody. A few days ago, I met with somebody, and it was a, it was a kind of a well, the situation wasn't totally similar. It was there was betrayal that was a similar thread. Betrayal was uh, significantly longer, and it had escalated to uh, infidelity over the course of a couple of years. And so they they came in not too long ago, and they're going through this process with me of helping him get the tools to not repeat these behaviors, helping get the tools to rebuild the relationship for her to for her to also heal individually. And he feels like they're spinning their wheels, and he's been working on things for a couple of months. And while yes, you might think, well, okay, a couple of months versus a couple of years, okay, what's the expectation there? And a part of the reason why he felt stuck was because he found out that she wasn't fully committed to the process. So he'd been doing a ton of good work, but she was not as, uh, like I said, committed to the process as he was or as he thought she was. And so now they're having these conversations about, okay, well, what do we want to do? Do we want to keep trying? Do we want to move forward? I don't want to be spinning my wheels thinking I'm moving in one direction and she's moving in the other direction. So they had another discussion about where they want to go. And in session, I spoke with her individually just a few days ago. She said a very similar thing as to what this other person said. She said, 
a part of the reason why I haven't been as invested in the relationship was because I felt so hurt and I still feel hurt. So I'm not 100% sure if I do want to move forward. But if I do decide to move forward, if it is possible for us to fully heal and for me not to have these memories and triggers and deal with this stuff forever, then if I decide to move forward, then I actually need to move forward. And it's my responsibility. I wrote the phrase down. I don't have the note in front of me. She said something along, along the lines of, it's then my responsibility to do the work to allow his efforts to sink in. Something along those lines. She used the word responsibility though, which again, I thought was such a critical and important insight for her to say, if I choose to stay, it is then my responsibility to accept his efforts and to allow those efforts to heal, to heal me, to heal my pain. Because sometimes people can get caught in this cycle of self-protection where the wall is up, they won't allow any efforts to come in. And again, there's good reason for it. If in the past, if the history is full of deceit and betrayal and, oh, okay, she thinks that he's doing better and then she finds out that he's not. So he recommits and says he's going to try harder. And then she starts to bring her wall down and then finds out that there's something else going on. So it's such a difficult spot for so many women to be in. So this is where, again, I want to kind of teach the principle and then acknowledge that there's many different variations of situations and there's a lot of nuance to this. But the idea is that when she said, it's my responsibility then to accept his efforts. And he, by the way, is doing excellent work. He's doing phenomenal work. And sometimes I'll, I'll tell clients as I work with them that trust is a decision. Trust comes down to a decision for her to accept these efforts and to believe him. And that's a choice. And in the same breath, I often tell clients that I, will, I would never encourage her to trust him if he has not demonstrated any degree of trustworthiness. So if his actions don't demonstrate that he's changing, if his actions continue to minimize and cause damage to her, I would never say, okay, go ahead and let your wall down and just let him come back in and then see what happens. That's not the way that it works. You have to sequence this in the right order. And so I wanted to share with you the principle of, depending on where you are in the process in particular, this idea of these two women that just, they had shared this, just it struck me as such a critical part of the process for them to be able to let in their husband's or their partner's efforts and allow that healing to occur. Because if she continues to stay in resentment and hurt and choose not to move forward, then the relationship stays stagnant and it, then it doesn't matter what he does. If she's made the choice, I don't wanna move forward Going back to what I mentioned with you earlier, uh, I've worked with, it's not too often, but some women decide to stay stuck in the resentment and the anger and there is no opening for healing. So it doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't matter how much he tries. If she's made the decision, I'm not going to let this, I'm, I'm not going to let, uh, let my wall down and heal from this because I'm too angry, then the relationship just stays stagnant. And so when I heard these two women say, if I'm going to stay, then I need to allow the process to unfold. I have to give the other person space and allow this process to unfold. And I thought that was just brilliant. And so I wanted to share with you this idea and then maybe end 
with a couple of caveats. Again, this conversation, you don't have this conversation in the beginning of finding out. I think it's worth having this conversation. Uh, how do I say this? Let me take a step back. I think it is important to have this a conversation of what direction do we want to go after there is this disclosure. So after you find out in the very beginning, yes, the initial conversation is, okay, do I want to put forth any effort? Do I want to allow there to be a possibility of healing? Or is this already too much and I can't, I can't move forward knowing what has happened? Once there's an initial conversation of do we want to get help or not? Do we want there to be the possibility, if this could heal, do I want this? And if the answer to that is no, there's been too much damage and I cannot move forward, then sometimes that's the case. Overwhelmingly, the people that I work with, well, I guess that's because they're reaching out, out for help. People oftentimes come in and say, I'm so devastated. I'm so betrayed. I have zero trust. I don't believe anything that my husband says. I don't know where I am. I don't know if I want to move forward, but I'm open to having conversations about that. I'm open to seeing if he can change. And then I'll often ask the women when I'm working with both people, like whether it's individually or the couple, I'll say, if it is possible, if he really could change, and if this didn't keep happening, if he got the tools that he needed to be there for you differently, to help you through your pain, to be patient, to interact with you differently, to be honest, if he got the tools to do everything that was necessary to heal, would you be open to that? And so many people that I do work with say, yes, I would be open to that. I don't believe it's possible though. I don't have any confidence that he actually can change. But if he, if he could, then I would be open to that. That's oftentimes where, where people come in. Or they say, yes, it's possible. And yes, I think he can do it. Yes, I would be open to it. I, a part of me believes that he can. A part of me believes that he might not be able to. I don't know, but I'm willing to see. So if there is an initial conversation that's had about what direction do we want to go? Do we want to try to get help? And if the answer is yes, then of course, get the help that you need. It's too hard to do this on your own. And so as you are moving forward and getting the tools in the direction that you need, this is where I kind of want to talk through a couple of, of the nuances with this. So it's critical that he demonstrates trustworthiness before she lets her wall down fully or even in part, right? It's up to him to start the process of healing because the problem happened after there was this disclosure or because of these decisions, therefore she's protecting herself. Her wall goes up instinctively and understandably, naturally, the wall goes up to protect herself because the relationship where she thought she was safe, she is not. So her wall comes up, she disconnects, or she uses this wall of anger to fight against pain, or she detaches emotionally. However, she handles or responds to finding out that there's been a problem. That That's oftentimes where then people find themselves like, okay, now what do we do? I need help. It begins with him understanding how do I heal from this? How do I show up differently in the relationship? What do I need to do to rebuild trust? How do I help her through her pain? Once he's getting the direction and the tools that he needs to do that, at that point when he's demonstrating change, is it only then possible for her to begin to let the wall down? And it's done layer by layer. The wall is up 
in proportion to how safe she feels. And I think that's a really important point to emphasize. The wall is up in proportion to how safe she feels. So if there's no safety in the relationship, the wall will be up all the way. When he gets the tools and directions direction that he needs to start to heal, and then he starts to put forth the action necessary to change the situation, that is what helps to create safety. When he's being open and emotional, uh, emotionally vulnerable and connected with her and trying to be present and engaged and be honest, those are the building blocks that create safety for her to then start to bring her wall down. And once she does and his efforts start to sink in, that creates even more safety. It starts to build a bond or a connection between them two. Even if there's hurt there, they can have good moments. Couples can have very good moments together where they build the relationship slowly. Once you do that and stay consistent with that, that's the path that can help this wall to come down. Now, the principle that I wanted to share earlier about these two women saying, if I'm going to stay, I need to allow the process to unfold. And so whenever there is a block, when he is when he is being consistent and putting forth effort and trying and doing the things that he needs to do, whenever there is then a block that prevents them from making progress, that's when I always get curious to try to understand, okay, what is what piece are we missing? How does she receive his efforts? Is she still feeling a lot of hurt by the, by the past? Is there still a deep sense of betrayal? Are there specific things that she needs to see him doing that he's not doing yet? Are, is he doing things consistently to the degree that she can then start to feel safe? There's lots of questions that I'll ask. Those are some of the questions that when I'm working with people, I'm trying to figure out, okay, where are we stuck? Because it's natural for people to hit these, these plateaus. That's fine. All we want to do is identify, okay, what needs to happen? What needs to be in place in order to take the next step forward? And for this particular person I was just working with three days ago, the next step for her was to make the decision to say, I'm willing to fully allow the process to unfold and allow his efforts to translate to me feeling closer to him. She had built up this wall of resentment and hurt, and he was on point in everything that he was doing. And no, he wasn't like a machine in that he was getting it perfectly every time. That's not the goal. But if you're pointed in the right direction, if you're working as hard as you can to be consistent and you're trying, and then you're repairing whenever you go off track, those are the ingredients that then set the situation up for success. And this particular woman was in this place of saying, okay, if I'm going to, if I'm going to stay, I need to allow this process to unfold. And I thought that was just such a wise position to, or a wise insight. And for her to be in that position of making that decision will allow them truly to then come full circle and heal. So I think that's an important conversation to have at the proper time. And so depending on where you are in your in your guys's healing, I would encourage you to, to consider, are there things that need to take place first in order to create safety? If so, I would encourage you to define clearly what those things are. Once those things are in place and you're moving forward, then you can start to consider, okay, what's the next step here? How do we move past this? If there's hurt from the past, the response is to be able to take your time and talk through those particular incidents in a way that creates healing by having conversations that where there's comfort and reassurance and understanding and validation. A lot of times there's resentment in the past or because of the past 
and the resentment still plays out because the hurt isn't resolved. It has not been seen and validated and, and taken care of, comforted. So if that's the place where you're feeling stuck, then I think that's an important step. Wherever you are in the process, I would encourage you to, to take a step back and reflect on what do we need to do or have in place in order for us to keep moving forward? And then having a conversation like that with your partner so you can both be on the same page will allow you to then not only get clear about the step, but then get clear about what actions need to be taken in order to follow through with that. Once you do that, then you're going to be in a place where you can, your progress, you'll be able to feel this progress. You'll be able to create even more momentum, which adds to the healing, which helps to set you guys up and put you to an, into a different place. The last thought that I want to share, and again, this is where it's hard sometimes to do a podcast because there isn't this interaction, but I've heard, I don't know how many times from women also say, my, husband's th- my husband thinks that I should just be over this by now. They should, they think that I should just, he thinks that I shouldn't be bothered by this because it's been X amount of time. This is why I wanted to add these other caveats of it doesn't matter if it's been 30 years. If something happened 30 years ago, sometimes women will still feel hurt and resentment because it hasn't been resolved. And so sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it takes intention to resolve specific specific scenarios or events that caused damage. And so if the husband is saying, why is this taking so long? Why aren't you forgiving me yet? sometimes the white that's not the place right that's not that's not where that's not the next step in the process of healing sometimes it is but many times it's not and so if that's the discussion why the husband says why don't you just get over this by now it's been x amount of time why are you still stuck here it creates pressure and that can again just maintain the presence of the wall and so if you feel like things have been stagnant I think instead of saying, why can't you just move past this with the energy of like confrontation and defensiveness and frustration, I think the other, the better question is to ask, what needs to be in place in order for us to move forward? Are there, but again, with the energy of openness, the words might not be as important as it, as the energy of like, again, what's wrong with you versus, Hey, how can I help? It feels like we're stuck. I'm doing everything that I can. I think I'm on the right track. Is there anything that you feel like you need in order to move forward? How can we do this? I, I miss you. I want to feel close to you, but I just don't feel like we're making the progress that I hope that we would. That's the kind of conversation that you want to have if you feel like, if the husband feels like he's been doing what he can, he's been consistent, It's been there's been that time that's passed because it can't just be like, well, for the last two weeks, I've been on point. Okay, that's good. I mean, two weeks is a start, but it you know, the wall coming down doesn't happen in two weeks. It can take time and it comes down gradually, all of which is fine. As long as people feel like they're making progress and they have momentum and they're moving in the right direction, so many people are okay with the process taking time and that's normal. They'll expect that. But if it feels like there's no movement and the husband's been doing what he can and he thinks he's doing everything that he's supposed to be doing, but it's still not working, that's when I think that you have that conversation in the way that I kind of just mentioned that a couple of minutes ago. So again, I just, I thought that was just such an important insight. These two, this principle of the, the, the two women that's, that uh, have these sessions and they had this like idea of, okay, this is what I need to do given where we are in our process. I wanted to pass this along to you guys in case that that's where some of you are. And if not, 
I wanted to share with you what you can do to get to that point by putting things in place that are necessary. So hope that helps. And I look forward to speaking with you guys next week. Take care. Wait, before you go, I'm offering free access for my podcast listeners to a course I created. So make sure you go to coupleshealing.org so you can get some tools to start the healing process individually and in your relationship. Or if you want even more support and you'd like to work with me directly, you can contact me with the info that's on that website as well. I'm excited for you to make progress on your journey. 